Aloha, and welcome. You're listening to Soul. I'm your host and the author of Pay Me What I'm Worth. This is part one of a three-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, August 28th, 2017, Pay Me What I'm Worth, Blow Your Mind Monday call. (laughs) We record our classes and calls for a couple of reasons. First, you're going to learn more by listening to a class after attending the class. Second, when you start growing more healthy, wealthy, and wise, and people then will be taking notice of that when they ask you, what are you doing? You can simply tell them, I'm taking a class. Just point people to pay radio, talk radio worth listening to, and they can do their own growing. In our first ever mind-blowing call, we focus on the topic of balance. Get ready to dive deep into how gaining and maintaining a balance between giving and receiving is an ongoing life lesson. It's time now to find something to take notes with, because here we go. We're going to dive deep, and it's my job to blow your mind. (laughs) But the whole thing about Blow Your Mind Mondays is you don't even have to have the book. You don't even have to know who the hell I am. You can simply just dial the phone, pick it up, and listen. And it is my goal that you're going to have to at least go, what the hell? At least once in our conversation. You want to continue on with these calls as a way of having some extraordinary coaching in your life every single Monday. And I'm using the word Monday instead of Monday night because there are people dialed in internationally. I want to welcome Cairo. I want to welcome London. And I want to welcome, if I'm not mistaken, Stockholm. Thank you for being with us. You're up really early or up really late, one or the others. But it is my goal that we become family with this. And over time, those who are leading the calls, leading the secondary calls, they become people that you can turn to to help deepen the experience with, like David, Marsha, and also Christina at this point. I'm going to practice tonight's topic by inviting you all to get comfortable, listen up, and I want you to take as deep a breath as you possibly can take. Take it in to the count of four. Breathe in right now. One, two, three, four. And now breathe out to the same tune. Four, three, two, one. Was it possible to breathe in more air than you breathed out? No. No, no, no. No. Why? Because you have a capacity, your lung capacity, take in so much air, and what comes in must go out. Fair enough. Is that your viewpoint of balance? Our topic, is there only so much you can take in before you give out to maintain balance? (laughs) This is a trick question, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I didn't bite, so. <laughs> Let's just get our first paradox of the evening out there. As I've explored myself, the you can't have one without the other. You can't have good without bad, dark without light. You can't have giving without receiving. When I explore that more, I really see that 
there's no difference between what happens to me and how I act upon the world. Okay. I'd like you all to recall a moment in time where either you started a new job, you moved to a completely new city, took a vacation to a foreign land you've never been to. Mm -hmm. Were you able to receive all it had to offer on day one? No. Okay. Why not? I think because of my personal limitations, I wasn't open to being able to take in all I should have on day one. I wanted to pace myself. I took a little more in each day until I felt comfortable. Exactly. What Fran was just talking about and what I want to get across is the more I am able to receive, acclimate, attune to, integrate, the more I can give. If I understand correctly, the very first seconds when I was brought into this physical world, I had to take a breath in before I could give a breath out. So anybody who practices this notion that it is better to give than receive has set yourself up to be screwed. Thoughts, arguments, challenges? Let's get into it. There is a wealth of personal experience on this call right now. You all know who you are <laughs> that can attest to that. For myself, it's like the chicken or the egg scenario. Well, the egg came first in my case. I think it did in yours too. <laughs> Okay, so the breath in came first, in my case, so that means, where do I start? Oh, yeah, I have to receive. I have to be open. <laughs> As light workers, those of us that have come here specifically to bring in uh, more light, and darkness is only the absence of light. It is nothing other than that. Part of the lesson we have to learn coming in is that lesson. We're built to give because we come from realities where duality does not exist. And we have to learn here from the giving, oh my gosh, what's going on? Everything's being, being thrown off balance. I do think it is part of every divine being's lesson here. So Eve, as you become aware of who you are and your passion to serve, have you become aware that you actually have to receive more in order to give more? Yes, and that receiving comes from myself. Yes. Anybody got a story of where they were constantly rejecting something? We were rejecting a compliment, rejecting a favor, rejecting a something. They weren't receiving, weren't receiving. And then your ass was against the wall. I have. There's one person on this call who, if it weren't for her, I would have been homeless. I had to break down and recognize the fact that I created a situation where I'm now homeless. I had to back myself into a corner to learn how to receive. Who has found themselves in situations where, through the graces of the Almighty, you had no choice but to say, help! <laughs> Me. <laughs> I had to ask for help. 
How did you get rebalanced, Marcia? What did you? What steps did you take to gain a sense of balance again? Well, I believe it was taking my first class with Pay Me What I'm Worth because that was the first time I ever really heard the concept of being in balance. I hadn't, oh, I hadn't come really on. thought about it. No, I hadn't really ever thought about it before that. I hadn't. I was still in some of the old beliefs, and I never questioned some of the old beliefs I had. You mean you never cracked up with a bottle of wine, sat back, this week has been sucky, and I'm going to balance out my life by getting drunk? <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, yeah. I ain't going to lie. A bottle of Moscato has been on my menu a time or two. With <laughs> 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 this whole giving and receiving thing, literally... I had issues with fear and trust. I didn't allow myself to be open to receiving because, and I didn't trust that somebody was going to show up. I didn't trust that they were going to give all that they, all that they had. And if the truth be told, I was sitting in judgment, setting them up because I didn't trust that they would come to the table with all that I was coming to the table with. So wait a minute. The thing that I realized was that I was setting up my own negative energy cesspool because I was establishing this place of disappointment, resentment, hurt, anger, loneliness. And here's the whole thing. I'm like, why am I so lonely? Why am I, whatever? (laughs) And I'm not even opening up the space for somebody to be there because I feared and I had the trust issue. And then I'm wondering why I'm exhausted because I'm trying to give, 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 give. I don't have any more to give. Because literally, what little bit I do have, I'm actually spending it on negative energy that I'm setting up. So, Christina, as you started getting your mind wrapped around this teeter-totter between giving and receiving, what really struck you right between the eyes? I think what struck me between the eyes was choice. It was, it was what I was choosing. And so I had to go deeper and ask myself, why, why was I choosing that path? Why was I choosing to be untrusting? Perhaps there were things that happened in my past that people proved to not meet my expectations. But then, okay, so expectation was one highlight that I had to start to address in my life. Ultimately, it was choice. Were you brought up in an environment, Christina, where it was taught to you that it is better to give than receive? Yes, but it wasn't so strong. It wasn't so bold as in it's better to give to receive. you got to give to receive. But there were those community norms, familial norms, that certainly gave that message. Okay. I'm picking this out because in Western culture, am I accurate in saying that it's practically drilled into us from an early age, almost regardless of which dogma you were raised in, it's better to give than receive? Yeah, I completely agree. I I actually had the same experience with friends from different faiths, even, you know, uh, mostly they were Muslim and Christian, that if you're going to get anything good, if you're going to realize the greatness about you, Kareem, you got to suffer for it. you got to pick up every bullet, and then you have to go through all this pain. 
And I said, I guess I have to suffer. I have to go through a lot of time of giving up what I want to do. I, I can't have fun because if I'm having fun and I'm not drilling down, hardworking, and I'm not suffering through it, I'm not going to get anything I deserve. Well, I found out it was just the opposite. I need to flip that, realize who I am, and have some fun and enjoy some life and make sure that I'm receiving and I'm also giving in accord with what makes me feel good and what makes me feel fulfilled. Mm. And I can resonate so much with that, Kareem. Let me tell you, I personally feel like there are certain cultures play into that as well. Being a black woman, being raised in a black family, we're taught from early age, whether it be circumstances or whether it be actually said, most likely both, that your effort has to be so far beyond everybody else's. You have to work so much harder than everybody else. And you can't trust in the fact that your merit, just working hard, is going to yield you a level of success or, and or recognition that you deserve. You have to absolutely crush it so that there's no doubt in anybody's mind. I certainly learned that as well, Kareem. So the joy of things, doing things out of pure passion and joy, was something that I, I'm just only learning in life. Most things were done out of obligation, and it's because of that lesson that I learned early in life. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I had the same thing because my family was saying, oh, if you don't work hard, you're going to end up in a bad situation. And I always thought, oh, uh, I need to keep surviving because they worked hard because their ancestors. And then what happens is, I'm working myself to death. My kids are working with their kids. Nobody takes time to say, I'm going to enjoy myself. It is my desire that you understand that this teeter-totter of giving and receiving, if my goal in our journey is for you to expand your ability to receive while you have at the same time the ability to expand your ability to give until it is so fluid you don't think twice about receiving something and you don't think twice about giving something. Not a moment in your mind flashes, what's the game? What's the agenda that this person has that they're giving me something? Not a moment in your mind flashes, okay, if I do this and I've got to do this and it's a checkbook relationship between time and money and this. No. Our journey over the next couple of decades together <laughs> is for you to experience that joy that you were just talking about, Christina, that you're stepping into that joy of going, holy crap, what an amazing day today is every day, no matter your age, your ability, your background. Let's take a moment. If it's at all possible, just simply close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, I want you to begin to feel what you're connected to. A chair, a desk, a bed, the floor. Feel it. Actually feel the support being given to you right now. 
in the form of earth, a solid something underneath something that's underneath you right now. You are receiving that support unconsciously. You don't stop for a moment to think about gravity. How would life be different if all of a sudden gravity disappeared? <laughs> As you get in touch with the support that you're receiving right now, ponder this notion that the chair you're sitting in or the bed that you're lying in took hundreds of thousands of people to create it. All the people necessary to create the raw materials to create whatever it is that you're physically touching right now, harvesting the raw materials, their families, all the people involved in creating the electricity or the gas or the natural resources necessary to create what it is you're sitting in or lying in right now. The thousands of people that are involved in creating that electricity, that gas. The hundreds of thousands of people that are involved in creating the water that the workers drank. The food that the workers ate to create every single thing you're wearing, you're feeling right now. You are receiving the result of their lives, their effort, their time. As you breathe in, I pray your body is tingling right now, becoming aware that right now in this very minute, your life is dependent on people you'll never meet. My life, your life, is dependent on people we will never know. We are receiving their gifts right now. As you get in touch with this surface that you're touching, I want you to begin to just imagine for grins and giggles your body becoming a light bulb. It's beginning to glow. And that light is seeping ever so gently, effortlessly into whatever you're connected to. And it's reversing the process. It's going back out into the ethers. It's going back out into the sources. It's going back out to every single person that has had a hand in playing into the benefit of your moment right now. And you're blessing them like the sun shining on you on a chilly day. You're warming them with your gratitude. You're letting them know in your own way, thank you for giving me so much. As you feel that light grow brighter and stronger, you light up an awareness that you have touched lives and have made them fundamentally better simply because you smiled at them.
You said hello. You opened a door. You rescued them from a momentary crisis. Your life, living it in gratitude, automatically puts you into what? Balance. Between giving and receiving. Yes. As we wrap up part one of our three-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, August 28th, 2017, Pay Me What I'm Worth, Blow Your Mind Monday Call, take a moment now to write down some thoughts and feelings. Bring these notes to our next Monday call. All right. You want some more? Ah, no problem. Click to BIT dot ly forward slash pay radio again that's bit dot ly forward slash pay radio click anytime to access hundreds of classes just like the one you listen to now that you've written down that url one more to write down it's very simple to register for these classes click out to pay 411.co the word pay the number is 411.co and you can get registered to take these classes. I look forward to seeing you or hearing you in class. Aloha.